You're listening to the Beauty in the Network podcast, hosted by Jasmine Jones, licensed cosmetologist, bridal beauty team owner, and business coach to beauty pros and creative entrepreneurs. Tune in weekly for tips, tricks, and hacks on how to up-level your lifestyle, maximize your productivity in your business, and use the most efficient and up-to-date marketing strategies to get your business seen online without the burnout. Thanks so much for tuning in. Here's today's episode. Okay, hey guys, it is Jasmine from the Beauty in the Network podcast, and I am super pumped about today's episode because I'm going to be telling you about three ways you can start marketing your bridal hair and makeup business. Now, this episode is going to be filled with a ton of tips and super useful if you are a freelance artist, so if you do this solo, or if you have a small team, or if you're thinking about growing an even larger team, right? So I'm going to be talking about three things. This is going to be beneficial if you have a website now if you don't have a website that is okay because two of the other strategies are going to be super helpful for you that is going to be building community around your brand that is a highly underrated strategy marketing strategy that a lot of people don't use but i'm going to be telling you how you can do it with integrity right and lastly i'm going to be talking about social media duh so let's go ahead and jump right on in so number one Before I even talk about marketing strategies, let me break down what marketing strategy is and what the heck marketing even is. Marketing is basically how you tell people about your product or service. So if you are showing up right now on Instagram or if you are, you know, have a brick and mortar, if you have like a studio space and you have flyers or you have news cards or if you have um, a blog, wherever wherever you talk about your business, Facebook, Facebook groups, whatever. So marketing is how you tell people about your business. But the number one thing that people forget about marketing is that marketing is not a event. Marketing is not an event. You don't just have a marketing strategy and use it once and then you're done. Marketing is something that you need to be doing consistently in your business if you want to consistently attract new leads to your business. Now, as you grow your business and as you scale it a little bit, some of these marketing strategies can actually be put in um, an automated uh, system like I use um, based upon like my website, um, like my podcast and stuff like that. But if you want to start utilizing more of these uh, like bigger marketing strategies, I highly suggest getting these baseline ones mapped out because it's going to be so much easier to grow upon that. So let's go ahead and dive on in. So number one, SEO. SEO is basically how you get found on Google and SEO means search engine optimization. So if I was looking for a bridal hair and makeup artist that's located in Tampa, Florida, right? So I go on Google and I type in those words, you know, bridal hair and makeup artist found in, you know, Tampa, Florida. If I type those in and your website does not pop up, then that might be telling me a couple of things. Maybe you don't have keywords at all on your website. Keywords is basically what is somebody typing in when they're looking for your service? Those keywords need to be somewhere, everywhere, anywhere on your website. So 
there's a couple of different ways what how there's a couple of different ways that you can actually put these keywords on your website one can be through the copy if you've ever heard you know like check your copy or you know uh, revamp your copy copy means the words the verbiage how you are communicating to your potential client on your website so your copy needs to have those words those key phrases that someone would search specifically for your service within your website i say have it on your info page if you have a uh, faq page a home page everybody has a home page um and checkout page or a contact page these are great places to intentionally put um strategically what you do and where you do it because if somebody searches these things and your website does not pop up then it's going to be hard for you to actually start getting leads to your business so seo is something that my bridal beauty business has started to utilize for the last year and a half like intentionally we've been doing it but we were doing it um kind of to like a 50 percent kind of metrics because we were honestly using way too many keywords on um certain pages which was bring bringing down our google ranking so that that's a whole nother podcast right there when it comes to seo but you want to make sure that you are only trying to put two to three keywords per page so that it's easy for you to get ranked right so what i mean by this is if you do hair and makeup in a couple of popular locations right so i'm going to use my hometown for example if i do charleston south carolina if i do somerville if i do mount pleasant if i do you know six other locations but i have all of those keywords on one home page it's going to be harder for me to get ranked for those specific locations because I don't have um, as many of the same tags, if that makes sense. You want to get intentional with that page. So one thing that I like to do is, like I said before, if I have a home page, if I have like a contact page, if I have an FAQ page, I want to make sure that I have those specific two to three keywords that I specifically want to get ranked for you know all throughout that page because then when somebody goes to google and they search those words then that's a higher chance of you getting found right so that's a higher chance of you getting found but there are additional ways that you can increase your google ranking um within your website but that is a whole nother episode which i can get into a whole can of worms with that but you want to make sure that you have these um, key phrases throughout your website. Also, a bonus tip to this, if you are blogging right now, keep blogging. Blog as frequently as you can. We have been blogging um, every two weeks, but now within this quarter, um, based upon um, our own marketing strategy that we have created for myself and my bridal beauty business um, for this last quarter of the year, there are certain things or certain goals that I want to achieve. So I have a intentional strategic uh, keyword plus frequency 
legacy of blogging that we're going to be doing for these last three months of the year that I want to specifically get ranked for. So that's what our focus is going to be about. And we are going to be blogging every other week. I mean, not every other week, every week. So we just bumped it up. And that is why I love content planning sessions. So if you are listening to this episode, I am actually filming this episode on October 4th. I believe it's Sunday right now. And Sundays are my content planning days. So if you are somebody that blogs or if you're looking to up your blog frequency, I highly suggest doing themed days where you can just pick one day out of the week and sit down and create maybe like two or three blogs for that month and just go ahead and have one day where you just type everything up, one day where you get photos that you can plug in for your blog, and then that same day, you know, just go ahead and plug them in for whatever days you want them to go live if you have a website. So I use a Squarespace website. I I can't really... uh, talk for um, other websites. So if you use a Squarespace website, you can go and um, schedule your blog, um, I believe. But well, with the plan that I have, I can schedule it out. So check that out um, if you have that feature. But yes, blogging is a great way to get boosted in SEO. That is a great way to get found. And it's very underutilized. The more that you can kind of sprinkle your own special sauce, your special sauce being like the keywords that you want to get found for, plus your business name, if you just sprinkle that all throughout your website and you are intentional with it and you are putting out frequent blogs, then that tells Google, hey, my business is active here on my website. I am producing content for people to come and view. Push my content over content that somebody does not actively blog because my content is more relevant because I have a more recent activity going on on my website, basically, right? So that is how you get found with SEO. So let me go ahead and go on to number two. But before I go to number two, Hopefully that made sense to you guys. I know when I start talking about websites and keywords and things like that, I know it can get a little bit complicated, but trust me, that used to be so complicated for me to figure out. And then I actually just sat down one day and I just mapped things out and figured out, okay, well, it doesn't have to be as complicated when I have, you know, some kind of batching day, some kind of content planning day. It's going to be so much easier for you. So Do not feel bad if that just like went over your head. But let's go ahead to number two. So number two is growing community around your brand. Now this I say is a very underrated marketing strategy because what growing community around your brand really looks like is you connecting with people. Connecting with people is a way that you can build relationships. Relationships are like high, high tier. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about um, building community and what that can look like for you and ways that we do that. So how that can look like for you is if you are a bridal hair makeup artist and say you're new or you're moving, I can speak about moving because I relocated from Charleston, South Carolina, and I went, you know, three hours away from where that is, and I started to expand in additional locations. My bridal business services 
four states right now and we get a nice steady flow of you know leads from all over and I specifically wanted leads from like the main popular cities right so over in um North Carolina like Asheville Charlotte Raleigh um for South Carolina Hilton Head Charleston Columbia um in Tennessee Nashville all of these places right so that's a quick example but the way that you actually start growing a community as you start building connections so this can tie into number two but if you are actively on instagram you can search hashtags where do you live right where do you live where do you want to service if you are in california and you want to connect with more california planners california photographers search that hashtag see who comes up and see whose work would actually be in alignment with the kind of clients that you want to work with, right? So let me dissect this right quick. So if I had a dark and moody vibe, right, you can go to Instagram and you can see my uh, bridal beauty page, right? It's called alter image bridal, the letter in, uh, alter image bridal hair, the letter in makeup inc alter image bridal hair makeup inc right so if you go and look up our instagram page you will see that our mood is kind of like not airy fairy but it's it's not overly like bright and colorful it's kind of i don't know what the word is not urban but you'll you'll see when you go there but you can see that we work with photographers that have a certain kind of style. And that is because the kind of brides that we book, they're not really into the dark, moody vibe because that's a whole nother ball game. Now, if that is your target clientele, if they like the vampy look, if they like the bold look, then that is awesome. Our brides that we specifically attract, this is why it's important to know the types of clients that you're trying to attract because... We can have four different bridal hair and makeup artists and they would each serve completely different people, right? So this is why it is important to know who you are attracting. So the kind of clients that we attract, they want natural. They want that kind of unedited look, but still kind of like, you know, bright and airy kind of vibe, right? So those are the clients that we I mean those are the specific vendors that we work with and those vendors they refer us on a regular basis because we've done things with them like styled shoots now when it comes to styled shoots let me say this one thing that I love to do is I love to make sure that I am constantly constantly sharing old work from past styled shoots and I'm always tagging that photographer because what that lets them know is hey my business is consistent and that means I'm going to consistently refer you throughout the year right so we post a lot of work from past weddings that we've done right you don't have to keep reinventing the wheel if you already have content from past shoots and that shoot was three years ago, who cares? If that makeup and hair looks amazing, still post it because that content might be old to you, but it's going to be new to somebody who's never found your brand before, right? So if you have, if you're sitting on a pile of content and you're like, oh, these are old photos, girlfriend, you better repurpose that because even though, you know, 
the people who are following you right now, the people who are following you right now, they might have not even seen that photo because every single photo that you post, Instagram, if you use Instagram, same with Facebook, it doesn't show it to your full audience. So if you have a thousand followers on Instagram, all of those a thousand followers are not seeing your photo. Maybe like 120 people are. So always, always repurpose old content. If you go to my bridal beauty business, you will see I literally repurpose content, old photo shoots, old work that my my artists have done, work that I've done. I always repurpose it because I know that everybody that follows us has not seen that photo before. So that's a quick little tangent right there, but I'm always um, posting work from old photo shoots that I've done, right? So that means that photographer is constantly going to be seeing our name come up. And whenever we, you know, make a post and we tag them, now they can share that post on their feed. And then people that follow them now will get introduced to us if they are actively in their Instagram stories, right? So I'm just giving you a couple of different tips with within this within this flow but this is why whenever I am you know looking for a stout shoot if you listen to my last episode um I was talking about how I did stout shoots but one thing that I look for if I'm planning my own stout shoot or if somebody wants to do a stout shoot with me and this might be a little bit unfair but this is just what I do and judge me if you want but I see how consistent they are because if I see that it's it's 2020 but you posted you know in 2018 and then Three months later, you posted another shoot from, you know, 2019 or whatever, and your last post was from nine months ago, I'm probably not going to want to uh, network with you because what I see is that this isn't going to be a, a 50-50 partnership, right? Now, I, I view things at a different, different uh, perspective, but... People love to reach out to our bridal beauty business to do collaborations because we consistently share the vendors that we work with, like consistently. So when they see that, they want to work with us. So that might be a tip for you if you are currently sitting on content. What? Who do you want to keep working with? Who do you want to start referring you clients? Who do you want on your side for when um, they need um, another uh, hair and makeup artist for something, right? Who do you want to be in your corner? Start showing them that you are in their corner first. So that's just one tip for you right there. But that is a great way that you can start building up community around your brand. So if you are new to style shoots, definitely go and listen to my last episode. That was all about how I got started in the bridal hair and makeup artist world. And I talk a lot of tips about how you can start getting seen and how you can start growing some community around your brand too. And I talk a lot about style shoots, me planning some, as well as being a part of them and what you should look for when it comes to if you know that that style shoot is a great fit for you or not to collaborate in so that is one way and let me go on into number three number three is social media so I talked a little bit about this when I was talking about you know sharing um, work from past um, shoots but when it comes to marketing my bridal beauty business I love to use social media because I can do a couple of things 
I can do the same thing. And I'm sorry, guys. I am outside. I am running errands right now. I did not know that it was going to be this um, partyful outside right now. But when it comes to um, social media, social media is a great way to do a couple of things, especially if you are an introvert. Um, the very first um, years of me being on social media with my bridal beauty business, I was honestly afraid to uh, put myself out there. And it was because I was going through a lot in my head, which I talk about in some past episodes. But when it comes to networking, you can do a couple of things. You can slide in DMs. So like I was saying before, hashtag, you know, photographers in Charleston, South Carolina, um, Charleston weddings or, you know, weddings in Wilmington, weddings in Toronto and see who pops up. Put on your big girl pants and slide in some DMs so you can network with people that you want to connect with. Now, let me say this right quick. You can network with people that you want to work with, but do not go there with a hand out. What I mean by this is the number one email that I hate receiving is, hey, I'm a new photographer and I would love if you can refer your clients to me. That's not a marketing strategy. That is not how you build connection. That is not how you have integrity. That's not how people, that's, that's not the way to go. And I say this because I did this at one point and I had to learn that's not how you do it, Jasmine. And I did it now because other people were doing it to me. So I was like, oh, well, I guess that works. And then I figured out, oh, that's why it never worked. So you need to build relationships, build connections. And you could do that by one, going to their page, be genuine. So like I was saying before, building community around people who have a um, similar aesthetic to what your clients, um, what your potential clients would actually be um, up their alley, would be up their alley for. So when you are connecting, go to their website. If they have a website linked, learn about their brand. Take the time to actually sit down, read about them, read about their website, see what they say about themselves and what their company is all about. Go see if they have a photo of themselves on the website. See if you can find their name. Scroll through their photos, maybe like a couple of photos, leave some comments and then reach out and say like something around the words of, hey, I know this is so random, but I just came across your page and I absolutely love your vibe and actually tied into something that you liked about the brand, right? It might be one of their brand values. It might be something that, you know, made them want to get into the wedding hair and make a feel, not the wedding hair and make a feel, the bridal industry and actually point that out and say why that actually connected with you. Like, oh my gosh, the same thing for me or I love that you love to tie in your your vibe and your love of anthropology into the way that you you know design um, like a unique space for your brides get creative and actually like when you send messages like that people will realize oh my gosh she actually went to my website and like took the time to learn about me the number of times that people have reached out to my bridal beauty business to collaborate or to do whatever and um like the bold part on our um instagram page says like wedding hair makeup team people will say oh my gosh hey wedding hair makeup team we would love to collaborate with you in xyz but if you click on my website you can see my face you can see my name and this oh that's a whole nother side rant but that it was a brand that reached out to us about um 
they wanted us to use their makeup brand to test on clients and like take before and after photos and when I went on their website they didn't even have my foundation shade color and I said wait a minute how are you going to connect with me and you want me to use these foundation shades but you don't even have my own foundation shade so I mean that was a whole thing and a half right there but um yes definitely take the time to see learn about them learn about them basically so you can go slide in DMs, make a number for yourself. Today, I'm going to connect with 10 people, right? This is something that I did in the very early stages of my business. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, people are going to leave you on red. That is okay, because guess what? You could do it the next day and do it the next day and do it the next day. And you are going to slowly build up connections. Those people that reply to you, those people that respond to you, you can actually start showing up, giving them love on their photos, you know, weekly or however often they post and they're going to start doing it to you and then when they start doing it to you they're going to start sending their clients to you if you are in the same location and you service the same um area right so that is a massive tip that i feel like kind of ties into tip number two and whenever you are doing this you want to make sure that you're being genuine like i said but you also want to make sure that you are you know taking the time to actually learn about them tell them that you give a f about you know who they are because that goes a long way so another way that you can use social media is your content right your content is a great way to market yourself duh in your feed in your feed and in your stories some people don't even go to the feed. Some people only go to the stories. So I love to always post in my stories or as frequently as I can when it comes to my bridal beauty business. And then when it comes to the feed, I, I post or not I post, but um, our system in my assistant we have content that goes out at least four times a week, right? It's going to be um, a little fluctuated um, just because we are in a launch period right now. So it's going to be about, you know, four days a week, five days a week, maybe six days a week. But we are always posting in our feed. Now, when we're posting in our feed, we're not just posting hair by us or, you know, double tap if you think this bride looks amazing. You know, those are all good for building engagement, but we want to make sure that we have content that's actually going to tell our client or our possible client why we are the best fit. Now, I talked a little bit about this over on my Instagram page, and I was talking about um, content that you need to be posting in order to boost your sales. And that's social proof. So if you do um, makeup, that could be a before and after photos, right? Now, I'm going to be honest. When it comes to photo game over on Instagram, your girl does not have the skills. <laughs> the girls on my team, they take some amazing photos. And I love showcasing their work for the team and, you know, getting them booked on wedding dates. But when it comes to you know my own personal skills that is something that I am working on so but tips that I can give you one you don't need fancy equipment you don't need a whole setup and a whole shebang and a whole shedigs just find a clear uncluttered space make sure that you have some really good natural lighting and take photos before and after photo if you need to write it down in your notes to take a photo do that because I am the worst I always forget to take a before photo but I do take afters and that is a great way to show people hey this is what I can do also reviews 
what old reviews can you showcase in a cute Canva graphic or maybe um, showcase a photo of that bride and then share a little bit about that uh, that bride in the actual caption of the post, but make it something fun make it something that people would actually want to read right so like oh like we love our clients or our clients love us or something fun as a nice caption but those are three ways that you can start marketing your bridal hair and makeup business and I'm going to quickly recap SEO SEO is so awesome because it's free you can get found on Google. You get found on Google through the keywords that you place on your website. Um, try to use about two to three keywords per page. Anything more than that, it's going to get hard to get ranked for that specific page. Um, also, it's great if you frequently blog. Um, if you frequently blog, using a content calendar is going to help you figure out you know, what blog posts you want to do on what days. So that is a great tip. Number two is having community around your brand community around your brand is basically like having your own brand ambassadors people that constantly refer people to your business that showcase your work that are cheerleaders for you and what you do awesome awesomeness have integrity reach out to people if people leave you on red when you when you reach out that is okay Thank you. Next, Ariana Grande said it best. And yeah, that is a great way to build up community around your brand and styled shoots. Styled shoots. Check out my last episode when I talked about you know, ways that you can start getting into styled shoots, how you know if that styled shoot is something that you want to be a part of or if you should pass on it. Three is social media. Social media, use your feed uh, post intentionally have nice clear images showcase your social work I mean your social work your social proof by sharing um testimonials before and afters any videos um anything that shows you working behind the scenes people want to see the finished product they want to imagine what it would be for them to experience your service your product your offer whatever it is as well as connecting with people do not be afraid to slide up in some dms it is okay if people leave you on red it is all right you will not die if somebody doesn't respond just keep it going keep it moving those are three free ways if you have a website those are three free ways that you can start marketing your bridal hair and makeup business to start attracting leads leads on autopilot is something that i talk about a lot i talk a lot about your client funnel if you have no idea what i was talking about halfway through this episode I invite you, or even if you are just looking for some additional help in getting your business where you want it to be, I invite you to reach out to me and learn a little bit more about my one-on-one coaching program. It is a six-week transformational program where I basically walk you from how you need to figure out who your ideal client is to how to attract them to how to convert them to how to make your business stand out online so that you can raise your prices and work less while making more money if that does not sound like something that you want to do then girlfriend i don't know what you're doing but no just kidding if that sounds like something that you are interested in please use the link in the description show notes and i can help you get all settled in but yeah guys i'm so pumped about today's episode please leave a comment if this was 
helpful to you. And I cannot wait to have you here with me again soon. Bye, guys.